ஹலோ அண்ட் வெல்கம் டு சங்கம் லிட் திஸ் இஸ் நந்தினி கார்கி அண்ட் இன் திஸ் எபிசோட் வி பர்சீவ் த பிட்டியபிள் ஸ்டேட் ஆஃப் அ போயட்ஸ் ஃபேமிலி அஸ் டெபிக்டட் இன் சங்கம் லிட்ரரி ஒர்க் புறநானூறு டூ ஹண்ட்ரட் அண்ட் டென் பெண்ட் அபவுட் த சேரா கிங் குடக்கோ சேரல் இரும்பொறை பை த போயட் பெருங்குன்றூர் கிளார் set in the category of padam tinai or praise the verse echoes the despair felt by the poet manpadai kaakkum nin puramai nokkaadu anbu kan maariya aranil kaatchiyodu nummanorum mattru inaiyarayin emmanor ivan piravalar maado seyirtheer kolgayam vengaadali உயிர் சிறிது உடையல்லாயின் எம்வையின் உள்ளாது இருத்தலோ அரிதே அதனால் அரண்யில் கூற்றம் திறன் என்று துணிய பிறன் ஆயினன்கொள் இரியர் என் உயிர் என நுவழ்வுறு சிறுமையல் பல புலந்து உரையும் இடுக்கண் மனையோல் திரிய இந்நிலை விடுத்தேன் வாளியர் குறிசில் உதுகான் அவல நெஞ்சமொடு செல்வல் நிற்கருத்தோர் அருங்கடி முனை அரண் போல பெருங்கையற்ற என் புலம்பு முந்துருத்தே டிஜெக்ஷன் ரெயின் சுப்ரீம் இன் திஸ் ரீசன்ட் சீரீஸ் ஆஃப் சங்கம் வர்சஸ் த போயட்ஸ் வேர்ட்ஸ் டு திஸ் சேரா கிங் கேன் பி டிரான்ஸ்லேட்டட் ஆஸ் ஃபாலோஸ் without considering your high position of guarding lives if you and people like you have an unjust and unloving attitude then it would be better for people like me to not be born in this world if at all my loving mate with a faultless virtue is left with a little life it would be impossible for her not to think of me when she does with much suffering she would say would death who's filled with injustice dare to take his life today oh my life is doomed to end the endless lament of my angst-ridden wife i part from you may you live long o king look at the state wherein with a distressed heart and with helplessness akin to the inaccessible and well-guarded forts of those who oppose you as my poverty leads i follow let's take a closer look at this verse the poet starts by reminding the king that he seems to have forgotten his duty of protecting people and he adds that if every patron were to take on such an uncaring attitude then it would be better if there were no supplicants at all in this world from that generic statement about the lack of responsibility of the patrons and the pitiable state of supplicants the poet arrives closer home and paints a portrait of his virtuous wife he says she sure to have died in the pain of separation and if at all that has not happened and she remains with a few drops of life left then it would be impossible for the good lady not to think of the poet and when she does she would only wonder if today was the day that death would dare to strike her husband and then she would cry out lamenting the state of her life so that she suffers no more the poet declares he is leaving the king's court right away but he's going with a heavy heart and the exact same helplessness of the well-guarded forts of this king's enemies when this king attacks the poet concludes with an image of poverty walking before him as he trudges along in despair behind 
In that simile about the helplessness of forts, the poet glorifies the king's courage saying, no matter how well protected and inaccessible those enemy forts were, they don't stand a chance against the king's invading army. Even in the midst of dejection, instead of simply cursing the king, the poet seems to have found something positive to say about the ruler. Reverting to the description of the state of the poet's wife, this segment reminded me so much of the pain and angst in the theme of a lady separated from her man that we have seen a great extent in the poems of Natrine and Kurundogai. This account in a Puram poem seems to substantiate my earlier theory that poets were indeed talking about their own women in the nameless and abstract poems of Aham literature. Indeed, these words from the past throb with the timeless truth that life influences art and in turn, art influences life. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sangam Lit and journeying with me to ancient lands and minds. Please visit nandanikarki.com to share your thoughts and do spread the word about Sangam Lit. Until next time, Nandri Vanakkam.